Welcome to Our Life in Transition. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast deals with issues about LGBT families and trans-specific topics. We would love to hear from you and welcome your questions and comments. However, we will not tolerate any discriminatory language or hate speech. So please, just don't do it. Enjoy the show. You know, the the initial thought of this podcast was not to be like, hey, let's talk about politics so often, but it's like, you can't escape it. And if you're not talking about it, if you're going like, oh, well, you know, I'm not that into politics. Uh, enjoy your privilege because it's a privilege not to have to engage with it and not to have to care. When we were kids, we met at camp. After college, we got married. Ten years later, we finally had a baby. That same year, I came out as trans. This is the story of our journey. Through marriage. Parenting. Gender. And all the changes that life brings. This is Our Our Life Life in Transition. Transition. I'm terrified that I'm not going to remember how to do this. Um, I think we just talk. Really? Okay. That's one way to go about it. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, oh, wait. Hello, who? Ev- everyone. Everyone. Hello, everyone. See, I told you I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, my name is Shannon. And my name is Rachel. And welcome back to another uh, long overdue episode of Our, Our Life, Life in, in Transition. Transition. Um, see, we did that part right. Hey, the dog's freaking out. Look, see, this is a full-blown episode. We're doing things right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the last episode we did was my coffee break. Uh, June. Yeah, right. The beginning of June. The beginning of June, right after uh, the protest started and I had a little... Uh, freak out in the podcast and yeah tore people a new one and then i left (laughs) and then we disappeared disappeared well um reports of our demise have been greatly exaggerated yeah no we're still here Mm -hmm. yep um but you know it's been a rough few months for for us and for everybody else in the world yeah um so we had to take a little break Mm -hmm. i mean part of it was just you know a lack of getting to around to editing and stuff and then you know a well, week turned into two weeks turned into a month turned into the entire summer and then we were just like ah screw it well i mean no like we literally said like every two we gotta get back to the podcast we gotta do the podcast we gotta hit the podcast we gotta go um it never happened yeah but here we are yeah we came back for you yeah but i mean <clears throat> i mean to be fair like a part of that is a little bit of uh I think both of us having the sad. Yes, yes, we have the sad with the the the, the pandemic and the world is on fire. Sad. Mm-hmm. Everybody has. Everybody I, has a degree of pandemic slash uh, life is a dumpster fire. Sad right now. I gotta say though, 
the writers of 2020 have just been pulling out all the stops. No holds barred. They're just like giving us everything. Is this the finale? Because they're just throwing everything at the wall. <laughs> you can't see my face, but it was just utter disgust on it. I'm just I'm done. I was just like, you shut your damn mouth. Um, yeah, don't challenge them. Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's been um, it it's been a a long but quick few months, um, and I mean you know to be perfectly honest, with all the stress, it, things have been difficult. Things have been difficult between us. We've been kind of sniping a bit. Sniping a bit. I would have killed this bitch sometimes. I was being very polite. Yeah. Well, I mean you know, it's. Here's the thing, and and I was talking to a friend the other day, and you know they were kind of like you have friends. Weird as it sounds, yes, I never see any of them. Wow. Um, I mean, I never saw any of them, you know, before wow. the pandemic, but you know, so nothing's really changed. I'm just here in the house. Um, but I mean, but they were saying how uh, it appears as if like I've got everything together, and they were like, you know, I wish I had. I'm like, yes, yeah, sweetheart. <laughs> like it's <gasps> no. no. <laughs> No, no, like, and that's the thing, like, appearances can be deceiving, and the internet isn't necessarily fake all the time, but it's, can be curated, and no, it's, it is difficult being married, and sometimes there is conflict. Um, I mean, part of the reason that, you know, I totally get why, like, the divorce rate and the alcoholism rate is going up during the pandemic, because, like... Yes. I drink a lot and sometimes want to leave. Yes. <laughs> um, um, you know, and I mean, part of the reason, like, it, I was kind of, like, taking my time getting around to editing the last episode that we did, which is, at this point, so antiquated and lost that, and, like, not relevant anymore that it's just going to be a lost episode. We'll probably put it on our Patreon, like. If you want to listen to if it, you're really curious. If you're really curious, but like, I mean, to be per- perfectly honest, like halfway through that episode, we kind it kind of turned into a fight. It's true. <laughs> um, so I was like, I don't want to listen to that again. Like, like that was the other day. We feel better now, but like, yeah, no, that was not a that was not a good day. Um, and so I mean, it, it it's it's not easy. Um, okay, but just to be clear, like <clears throat> we're not getting a divorce. No, we're too stubborn Currently, for that bullshit. Um, <laughs> if she doesn't behave, who knows? Mm. But you know, um, no, it's 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 not to that point. It's just you know, everything sucks right now, and when everything sucks around you, mm-hmm. it has to seep into your relationship. There's like no, yeah, it does for everybody. Everything's on fire and the world is a fucking nightmare. So yeah, it's yes, it makes things difficult. On 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 top of which, you know, we have a now very independent three year old. Yes. That happened while we were away. Inde- we have a three year old now. Independent. Um, That's a very nice word. She has lots of leadership skills. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. She's a bossy little brat, and uh, if we were not so committed to being nonviolent and, and 
raising her in a way that is different than how we were. She would be leading herself right into an ass whooping because she's very, very bratty sometimes. Oh my god. Um, yeah, there have been multiple times that I'm like, you know, was the wooden spoon really so bad? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes it, it was. was. Don't do that. But, but I get it. Yeah. The thing is, like, when she does something wrong and you try to correct her and she laughs oh. in your face. Oh my God, child. Oh. It's, it's. The indignity. It's, Yes. Yes, it's just, but so we're dealing with that. We're dealing with a child who does not wish to be potty trained. I mean, she does it at school, at daycare. Um, she's now graduated to preschool. She, she does that. But at home, she just decides that she does not wish to, uh, to do that. And, uh. It's frustrating. It's it's really frustrating, um, and so we're we're dealing with the the, the nightmare that is parenting, um, and parenting when you're not in a good headspace yeah. is even worse, because you don't really, you can't be in a bad headspace, right? When you're like you you can't. You can, but it's not productive for anyone. I mean, you have to you know, suck up all your emotions and, you know, do what you need to do for your kid, which mm-hmm. is, and that's how it should be. And I'm not complaining about that. Like, I'm not saying, you know, I'd like to like go postal on her. I mean, sometimes it would, but it wouldn't be productive, but you know, it's difficult to manage when you're already in a funky kind of place. And the thing is sometimes it's over dumb stuff. Like, you know, I get it. Okay, you want to play with your toys. You want to play with your little toy keyboard. Uh, it's fine. But you just shit yourself. And we need to take care of that first. Um, like, you didn't tell us that you had to go, but you came and was like, I'm leaking. So now, like, you know, we need to take care of that. And now you're running away and laughing and thinking it's funny. And it's just... Yeah. Um, so, so parenting. Yes. And then, you know, there's all of the work and money stresses and all that that go into the pandemic, you know, and like, I'm like working like a fool. And I'm not. And now, you know, and that's, that's been part of the stressor too, is that. We're trying to figure things out and keep afloat. And, um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's stressful. Um. Okay. On top of which, the universe hates us. Yeah. Yeah, our car died. Yeah. Like, like died like like smoke and, and horrors. And... Though that kind of worked out because we've got a new car. New to us. New to us. Um, and I love my Escape. Escape. But it, it's, I mean, it actually, our insurance went down. But the, actually, the car payments went down. We actually yeah. kind of came out ahead a little bit. Yeah, but actually that, the... <clears throat> month ish that it took to figure out how to do that yeah maneuver um to get the old car gone and the new car here was um re- really really disgustingly stressful and i don't know how either of us came out of it without you know being in the funny farm 
Yeah. Um, it was just, but we now have a new to us reliable car that we're very happy with. It's nice. It has a big, it has a big, uh, you wouldn't really call it a cabin because it's, it's a crossover. So or no, you wouldn't call it a trunk because it's a crossover, but cabin cargo space, cargo space is a lot of cargo. Yes. Yes. It's nice. Um, and since we plan on having this till our daughter is, you know, at least a preteen, um, <sighs> I assume that there will be, you know, sports equipment and other crap going in and out of it. I, Sousaphone, so. something. I don't know. A sousaphone? <laughs> oh, please, God, no. Yeah, I mean, the keyboard's bad enough. Please don't give me a sousaphone. Um, but, uh, and then also, part of the problem, too, with, which is why, like, I was delaying as far as editing the that episode was because our old computer, um, in the beginning of summer, started. Also dead. Also dead. So, um, we have a new computer. This is the first time we're actually recording on this computer. Right. So the computer took a crap. We had to, you know, go through all the loading and unloading and reloading and all of that I still nonsense. have stuff to load on here. I haven't gotten to everything, but we haven't needed it. So, yeah. But it's it, that was a pain. Um, and then there's also just like time constraints, which here's the thing. Like I'm home and it seems like I've got all the time in the world, but I don't. And it's. Well, because you're, you know. Our daughter's only in school three days a week. Yes. And, you know, I'm working five, sometimes six days a week. So the other, the rest of the time she's here with you. And, um. And then when she's not here, there's days that I just like, I just crash. <laughs> and There's like, a lot of days like that that I, you just crash. I, I know. But again, part of it, going back to the, you know. Depression. The, the sad. Um, it's, it, it's, you got to push to get things done and sometimes i fail most of the time she fails fine okay um <laughs> and also you know during the pandemic we didn't have anybody watching like right now we're recording my sister is watching our daughter because you know otherwise you know all you would hear would be you know Elmo singing in the background and somebody going every five minutes. I want a different show. I want to oh watch something God. else. I get she's three, but the attention span is painfully short. Like a goldfish. Yeah. Hmm? What? Like, I didn't ask for this, but you just asked for this. No, I want this other thing. This is rubbish. <laughs> when are they to say she's going to say that? So we, we didn't have anybody watching. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was not helping as far as... Um, allowing us to actually record or giving me time to edit. Um, and so it's just been difficult. Yes. Um, and then of course, you know, my health is not fantastic. And um, so there are just days that I'm just dead. Um, especially, you know, when I'm working all week, then like the weekends we have time to record or something like that. And I'm just dead. Yeah. And no, this is not like a physically demanding thing. Like I'm not like, you know, doing a song and dance. I'm just sitting here talking into a microphone. Um, although you don't know what I'm doing <coughs> while I'm recording. But no, I'm not. I promise you. But um, but like getting into the mental space of when when you feel like absolute dog poo. 
Um, well, you've talked about this before. Sometimes you don't have enough spoons. Exactly. Yeah. And and lately, um, it's seems like it's worse because of all the other stress of the because stress makes everything worse. So all the other stress of everything else with the universe hating us has kind of multiplied how crappy I feel. And so, but we're here now. Yeah, we're back. Look at this. People have been asking, like, I've been, like, interacting with, like, people on, like, Instagram and stuff like that. And, like, going and, like, hanging out, like, when other people are doing, like, live streams and stuff. And I'm like, oh, Shannon's here. When is the podcast coming back? Like, well, it's yeah, here. I've had a couple people like throw a little shade at me. Like, like uh, um, is it done? To what's going to? on? What's happening? What's going on? Um, so lest lest you forget about us, here we are. Hi. Um. But yeah. Meanwhile, holy fuck, the rest of the world. Um. Mm. <laughs> Trump has COVID. <laughs> yeah. And and he's on shocker. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. Who could have ever called that one? Um, and uh, and anybody who's like, oh, don't act like it's his fault. It's his fault. Shut up. Um, Nobody who's listening to this actually thinks that it's not. Well, well that's probably true. Um, but, Unless uh, they wandered here yeah. and they fell into some kind of weird <laughs> thing. and like, like I, Yeah, listen, Sweepy. I don't know where you took the wrong turn in Albuquerque, but this is not the place for you if, if you're going to be a, a Trumper. Um, but... Also, he's got, like, you know, steroid-induced freakouts, which is... Oh, yeah. Terrifying, yet fascinating to observe. Yeah, like, uh, the other day, he had, like, a 40 tweet... Oh, yeah, 40 tweet tweets in 45 minutes or yeah, something like, like that. It was, like... Something insane. Insane. Going on, like, Fox and Friends and, like, Canada. So what and, happens like, when you're on meth. Screaming for, you know, an hour. Talking about, like, the them wasting water in... In California, just dumping into the ocean because there's lots of fish that like are in trouble. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, there is a program. Like, I read up on this. There uh-huh. is a program because of the drought. Like, San Francisco Bay is losing water because of the drought. Okay. And so they have been diverting some water because there are some endangered fish in San Francisco Bay. But like, it's a super duper drought. Like, it's not. You, like, like, they're not taking people's drinking water to throw it in San Francisco. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, and 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 he's making it seem like they're just like, just gathering up all the water, yeah. like sucking it out of people's swimming pools, and like, and, and throwing <laughs> it in the bay. Like, nobody can drink anything because the fish. <laughs> like, that's that's it, not really what's happening. But it's just fucking off the wall, and it's just like, well, it's like exploding trees. And just every fucking thing. Like, California has exploding trees, and they're dumping all the water into the bay. Uh, here's the thing, I he's been crazy. Forever, he's been getting increasingly worse. The past couple years, the past few weeks since he has been diagnosed with the coronavirus, he's been insane. And I don't know how much of it is the prednisone. I don't know how much of it is. It's not prednisone though. I, I don't. I don't it's know. Dexamethasone. Oh, it's like like. It's even worse. Okay. Oh, oh my God. So here's the thing. I don't know if it's just how much of it is the meds and how much of it is his brain is completely fried now. I, Dexamethasone is like dude is on cocaine. Like that's kind of the the. I mean, wasn't he on cocaine before? I, 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 I don't know, but that's the kids. 
But at any rate, so we're watching like the dumpster fire that is, oh, oh, and he just came out yesterday and was like, it's, I got the Rona because the Gold Star families yeah. whose loved ones were actually killed while serving in the military, right? That's what a Gold Star family is, right? They gave me the Rona because they wanted to hug me. <sighs> It, it couldn't have possibly been the bazillion people that you had in the Rose Garden to announce your, like, crazy Supreme Court pick. No. It, it must have been the Gold Star families, because that's who you want to blame. That, that's that's going to win you voters. Good job. Oh, my God. But keep, I respect keep, the military. Keep on, keep on with that line of, of uh, thought, please. Um, can I just say, like, halfway through your sentence, like, he came out yesterday and said... I was like, he came out yesterday? Oh, please, God, don't do that. We don't want him. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? <laughs> the writers of 2020, who even knows anymore? Like Mike Pence was like, hey, that's my bag. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. But more realistic. Sorry, I just I, I, I brought up Mike, and then I, I just immediately saw the bloodshed eye and the fly. Um, but, but in all seriousness. Yeah. 200,000, more than 200,000 people in the United States have died from coronavirus. What is it now? 211,000, 212? Like close to 15, 215. I I haven't paid attention in a day. So it's it's gone up a lot in the past couple days. And you know, people are tired of the pandemic. They're tired of the masks. They're tired of all. And I get it. But like, so people are like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. And... And that's making it worse. And when you have somebody in the White House who's like, don't be afraid, live your life, because everybody's going to get, like, uh, experimental treatments that are, you know, made from stem cells. Yeah. And, you know. Which, weirdly enough, all of his religious conservatives didn't seem to have a problem with, with the stem cells. They just put their fingers in there and went, la, 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 we can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, <clears throat> Trump is a major stockholder in Regeneron. I just weird. Just want you to know that. So, so. Like one of those things was like, okay, was he actually sick, or was he trying to to shore up his? St- no, he's sick because. I, I know, but it's it's like it's one of those things like it's gotten to the point that even he's we are like we are like fish at a, at a, a fish bowl. It's gotten to the point where, like, even we're like, what is real anymore? And it's, that's so infuriating. Reality is a lie. But, I mean, and people are tired and people are getting lax. And, you know, I, even people and friends of ours who are, like, super, like, you got to stay home. You got to be careful. You got to wear a mask. Like, I'm seeing people, like, go and hang out, like, with people, like, that they've never met before in completely different places. And it's like... I get it in theory and maybe you're being safe and the people that you're seeing are being safe, but Lord knows you might get sick somewhere in between traveling. And it's just like, there's a level to which like, no, you can't completely stop your life. But at the same time, there's a level to which the preponderance of people displaying that like it's okay to be around other people without masks on is making impressionable people go well i don't need it then 
and it's it's frustrating to watch it's frustrating to watch meanwhile i'm over here like sanitizing my hands all the time like i've got like lizard fingers and that sounded weird i feel like you know like scaly hands and i'm constantly wearing a mask whenever i go anywhere like i fucking like i'm sanitizing my mail because i'm like i don't want to get sick although i probably looking back i think i was sick with it in the beginning of the year i don't know if we go back and listen to the podcast when i like we all had pink eye we all had and... pink eye and shit so i'm like oh, i might have actually been the runner but it's just, it's just so infuriating to just see like people just kind of falling off the wagon of like actually like being cautious i mean at some point you got to live your life but especially because nobody is helping with anything you know we're not getting any stimulus because you know cheeto can't decide whether he wants it or not and and and, and mitch the turtle is the turtle is too focused on mm-hmm. the supreme court and actually i don't think he's focused on anything at this point god can we just get rid of him um, Please. Come, come on. on, Kentucky. Kentucky, come on. Come on. Kentucky, you have South failed Carolina. Us, you have failed us so many times. Like, just this once. you got to live your life, but you still got to be cautious. And, um... Oh, speaking of the... If you're not going to be cautious, yeah. like, the numbers are going to go up and up and up and up and up and up and up, and it's never going to go away. And And the thing is, like, it's... We're getting into the fall flu season you know they were predicting a second wave to begin with the first wave never really completely died off um because people are stupid people are dumb um so it's just like it's just compounding on top of each other and it's just we all want this to be over but it won't be over until you're actually do what you need to do yeah um but speaking Mm. speaking of the court because we mentioned that a second ago yeah oh rbg ruth passed away um, and which, you know, the, the, damn it, the poor woman held on as long as she could. And it's, yeah, it's oh. frustrating that just, she couldn't last the last three months. But so now we're in this fun situation where, but she, she fought for a long time. She did. She, she fought for us for a long time. She deserves her rest now. Yes. Um, but now we have this methed out orange Cheeto trying to put crazy people in the yes, court. A, a theocratic nut. Um, I, I appreciate how in the VP debate the other day, like Pence like tried to pretend like, oh, we have no idea what she would do about Roe. Like, really? Well, she wrote like several op-eds and has been very vocal about it. She wants to get rid of it. So I don't know what you're talking about. And suddenly it's okay to, you know, 27 days before an election, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, well, about hypocritical. Well, yeah, when, when Obama was in office, it was not okay, and you, you couldn't do it in a luxury near, um, said Mitch, because... He was black. Yeah, well, he was black, and also, just you know, he was a Democrat, and, and he was putting a moderate on the court, and that's, you know, wouldn't be a, a crazy right-wing uh, judge. Well, justice. Um, and, and, this is, and this is the thing about the court. The sole focus of the conservative movement over the last 30 years has been to alter the makeup of the court. When Obama was in office, they blocked... People talk about Merrick Garland and the Supreme Court. They blocked judges up and down the court. Oh, yes. And then packed it full of people as soon as Trump got in. I think it was... um, I think it was in the, the first debate 
that that Trump was like, well, you guys left like 120 um, seats open, you know, like you didn't do your job and fill these seats. And I'm like, dude, they nominated people and they wouldn't vote on them. They just refused to vote on them. They just pretended like it wasn't a thing. And again, even like in a normal debate where like, you know, somebody isn't just screaming over you uh, nonsensically for 90 minutes it'd be hard to kind of come back at that point with like oh well it wasn't our fault because people don't want to hear that but it was screaming at the tv i'm like yeah that's not because of what they did they put people forward and the senate said nah i'm so tired of people blaming presidents for the failure of congress like there is a separation of powers and there's only so much that people can do and like congress can't the problem is Congress can't do anything without the president because they have to actually, the president actually has to sign some freaking laws and the president can't do anything without Congress. Yeah. It's just <clears throat> daily gaslighting to the extreme and it's just infuriating to hear and know other people are being convinced by just the litany of false information um, when if you've actually been paying attention at all, like you're like, oh no, that's not true. That's not true. This isn't true either. But but back to back to um, the Supreme Court nominee, guys, she's crazy. Yeah. Like, like, forget any rights that the court has given in the last thirty years. Like all that shit's gonna get overturned. All and- of it. Like I like Thomas and Alito are waiting. Mm-hmm. To have her on there. And they said point blank uh, the other day that they want to overturn uh, marriage equality. Yeah. And yeah. They, they were very explicit about it. And I don't understand because the court's not supposed to be political. So I don't understand how they can just blanket statement without being impeached. I hate um, that. Say, say that, that because unless there's a legal challenge to it that they are ruling on they should keep their fucking mouths shut i absolutely 100 percent hate the prevailing concept that the court is not political the court is and has always been political but it's not supposed to it's be it's not supposed they're to supposed be. to sit there and rule on cases that come before them they're not supposed to be encouraging cases to come before them they're not supposed to be like oh why don't you bring a challenge so that i can fix that for you like they're, that's not what they're supposed to be doing. I know that. You know that. But it, it's never been that way. But there's always this kind of like performative like, oh, we're above it all. And no, they're not. And and they will put forward principles of but, like, we, we, we stick to our principles until it's inconvenient for you to stick to your principles. And then you just do whatever you want. But again, they're saying the quiet part out loud. And that's impeachable. I'm sorry. That's I, impeachable. It is. But nobody's going to do it. Well, it depends on what happens in November. Yeah. Well. Oh, and they are. Two days ago, they tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan. No, no. Two days ago, they foiled the plot. They foiled, well, they foiled the plot I to mean, kidnap the governor the, of Michigan. The, the plot's been ongoing. But, yeah. So, <laughs> and I wonder why, like, some extreme right-wing um, loons were trying to kidnap the governor of Michigan. It couldn't have possibly been because Trump kept saying liberate Michigan no. because over mask rules, right? No. And 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 the COVID shutdowns. 
No, no, they did it completely independently. They, he has no influence. Just over to people let you whatsoever. know, Michigan is in one of the best spots in the country right now, as mm. far as COVID is concerned. They're doing very well because of you know the major shutdowns and everything. And I understand that people are hurting. I get that, but you go and kid to try to kidnap the governor. So the plot was to to kidnap the governor and put her on trial mm-hmm. um, for treason, which I don't know how you do that. Like They don't know what treason wor- is. And, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. And also to blow up or set fire to her vacation home, hmm. um, which is, you know, that's, that's fun. Uh, but these I'm, are all, I, I want you to know, these are all... Right wing uh, militia members. Mm-hmm. Terrorists, go on. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, they're terrorists, but mm-hmm. but they're they're white. I'm with m- you. Middle aged mm-hmm. Americans. So this is what we would call domestic terror. Um, just not very fine people. I just want to check the schedule. At what point do we? Um, are they burning down the Reichstag? Um, to be determined. Okay, because uh, it's coming. <clears throat> One of the things that people don't comprehend, and people want to, you know, when people in the left are like, yeah, this is this is that's Nazi shit. This is Nazi shit. You know, people like roll their eyes and like, oh, don't say something like that. Don't call people Nazis. This is the exact same behavior. Encouraging extra legal paramilitary groups to go do shit, hurt people, burn stuff down, cause chaos, and then blame blame it all on the left and act like it's all their fault. For... He told them to stand back and stand by. Yeah, well, okay, well, for how long? What what what's the time frame on that? Because we'll stand by until he whistles again. Yeah, well, it's and. Again, the gaslighting is if like, yeah, we we heard what you just said. We know what that means. No, that's not what I meant. I'm like, well, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Well, what did it mean then? Because uh, it doesn't make sense. Well, he misspoke. Well, he needs to stop misspeaking then, because the people that are every here, other word is misspoken. If he's constantly misspeaking, then he needs to not be president because he doesn't know what he's doing. Because the people that he's talking to and sending these dog whistles out to know exactly what he means and are taking his words to mean go ahead and do damage it's ridiculous that we keep having people lecture critics on the fact that he is encouraging white supremacy he is a white supremacist that's donald trump is a white supremacist um and and just the in the immortal words of david dick yes full stop but it's but just pretending like what's happening isn't happening is so infuriating and tiring. Yes. And um, you watched the debates. I did not I did. watch. Um, I watched I, both of them in full. I tried. I tried, but but the amount of uh, bullshit that I can take in when I'm already like feeling like shit is not much. Um, I watched part of the screaming match, <laughs> a large part of the screaming, um, just the the yelling, yelling about everything. That was that, that was, was the first auditory assault, not just on like 
Joe Biden and Chris Wallace, but like the entire country, everybody who was watching, it was that was just straight up abusive behavior. Yeah, and and that's and that's basically what I said to to uh, to to you is that it, as someone who has has dealt with that, mm-hmm. um, it it was anxiety inducing. Yeah. Um, it 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 was horrific, and you know, and I've dealt with my. I'm kind of glad. Ways, yes, I'm kind of glad that they um have canceled the second debate because somebody didn't want to be on Zoom, I guess. And, and um, it just seems like he's determined to get more people sick. Like, what the fuck? yeah. Well, well, <laughs> if Joe Biden gets sick, don't say it. You know. I mean, hey, after watching the debate with Kamala, like, hey, if you know you want you want to make her the president, that's fine. Um, but you know, at any rate, that was just a a mess, and I'm kind of glad that we don't have to deal with it again until the end of October. And but the third one is still technically on, I guess. I mean, it's very convenient that the second one, which was supposed to be a town hall where he would actually have to face people and answer their questions, got, is the one that got canceled. I'm just saying. Isn't it though? Yeah. And there's no reason that he couldn't have done it virtually. Yeah, I mean, he's spent hours uh, talking to uh, conservative pundits on the radio and on TV. So, I mean, he clearly has time. I don't know. That's well, weird. Yeah, he's going to do a rally instead or a town hall of his own, which makes no sense. But, you know. That's all right. He's just giving Joe Biden more time. Trying. Which is fine. Um,. The vice presidential debate, I mean, Mike Pence is the devil. Or has the mark of the devil. I don't know. Has the mark of the devil. Wait, 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 is that the flyer or his eye? Yes. That man was not well. Can I just tell you, like, he... Mike Pence just has this scowling, like, shitty face on all the time. That legitimately, until the debate was over, and they pointed out that he had whatever the fuck was going on with his, I didn't even notice it because, like, I couldn't see them. They were just hidden, like, under his eyebrows as he was scowling at everything. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got coronavirus, but uh, I thought it was somebody punched him in the eye, <laughs> which I, you know, if they did, good for them. Um, but it was, you know, he wasn't as overtly like loud and bombastically obnoxious as Trump. He was just very quietly obnoxious. But he, oh, yeah, he was, was still as obnoxious. He just it was, was literally the same thing. Yeah. Just I'm going to keep talking and I'm but you know, he wasn't like absurd in what he was why well, he was absurd in what he was saying, but how he his presentation wasn't as absurd. But he was just I'm just gonna talk over the moderator who's saying my time is up and not even acknowledge that she's speaking. But I mean Kamala at <clears throat> least but because Kamala didn't have to deal with the stutter that hmm. Joe has to deal with trying to respond. control, you know, she could yeah. really respond quickly to him um, and did not let him get away with that. I, I, lo- I love, I just love, I'm speaking. I'm, I'm speaking. And literally every woman in the world has been in a meeting like that. Oh my God! Every every woman in the world has been in a conversation like that where you're trying to speak and some guy is just talking over you, and 
And see, I was in the other room, but I was listening, so I didn't see the. I didn't see till the next day the looks, <laughs> like the absolute like the Claire Huxtable like. Oh I'm sorry, what God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I, it's. I'm sorry. Who do you think you're talking to? Yeah. Yeah, but I heard. You know, and I'm like, you know, what it reminded me of what I'm reclaiming my time. Yeah, basically. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. Um, and which you know, here's the thing about that. Just to take a little aside, that was actually a more important moment than people realize, because there is such a tightrope that women in politics have to walk, as far as not coming off as bitchy or aggressive, or and becoming also coming off as like warm and sweet and approachable. And I think she walked that very well in just going, not like, may I speak, please? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm speaking. I, I'm speaking. Okay. Anyway. Like, and just moving on. And it, it, it needed to be done. And I'm glad that she did it. Yes. Um... Thanks again for listening to the show. If you like what you hear so far... Subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, be sure to share with your friends and family so they can enjoy as well. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. What else is happening in the world? Oh, in case you looked away, because the news did. Uh-huh. Um, protests are still happening. They're not happening as... Uh, frequently as often or in the volume that they were and because the news looked away suddenly the um people who were uh causing a lot of the violence um looking at you boogaloo people um have also you know walked away from from the protests so the protests have been peaceful Mm mm-hmm um, which is also why they're not news. Yeah. Well, if, you know, just people um, just, you know. People are just yelling in the streets. <laughs> cares about that. Talking very calmly about the rights that they should be um, afforded and all that stuff. That's, that's not entertaining. Although uh, the Memphis Police Department did get some lovely new taser shields. Yeah. Um, because, you know, let's militarize the police even further. I hope nobody sh- shorts them out by throwing salt water on, on them. But in any case, um, it's... That would be terrible. That would be hard. But, it, you know, and uh, it's it's frustrating to see. And it was a concern when, when the protests were really uh, in full swing that a lot of what we were seeing was performative allyship. And it was. Oh, yeah. And it's so frustrating that, like, you know, there's a level to which I think some of it was like people like, oh, God, I've been stuck in the house. Hey, something to go do. And getting out of the house and like it was a fucking party or something. And, you know, I mean, to be fair, I think a lot of people's eyes were opened. That's good. But being aware and doing something about it are two separate things. And this is still an issue for, for Trump. Like, make no mistake, mm-hmm. like, he is doing the whole, whole law and order thing, you know, and he is making this an issue. Um, 
And what if so the, it needs to still be the focus. What is the statistic? How much of the protests were actually just one hundred percent completely peaceful? Like ninety three percent. Yeah. And 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 that seven percent includes um, counter protesters getting violent, random people looting the police, ga- you know, gassing people, and then people responding because they were being attacked. You know, not just people like going ape shit and causing a riot, but like other violence happening at a peaceful protest. Right. Like, Disruptive. So, you know, this whole narrative that you hear about, like, oh, well, it was just riots. You mean the riots? Like, no, I'm talking about the protests. You want to focus on, quote-unquote, rioting because that is an easy and quick way to just dismiss what is happening. But And also, um, you know, people talking about how, like, entire cities are on fire. Like, look, what what's been happening in Portland, as an example, is, like... A block. Yeah, it's like two city blocks. Like, yeah. come on now. And, you know, stuff in Philadelphia was in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... The whole cities aren't on fire. Yeah, there's no such like, thing. Like, there's... That's, that's not happening. And it's not your suburbs burning to the ground. Like, which, again, cute dog whistle um, about, you know, oh, well, you know, the protesters are going to come and they're going to invade your suburb. I'm like, okay, oh, you mean the black people? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's... There's a lot to which, like, you know, the the initial thought of this podcast was not to be like, hey, let's talk about politics so often, but it's like, you can't escape it. And if you're not talking about it, if you're going like, oh, well, you know, I'm not that into politics, uh, enjoy your privilege. Because it's a privilege not to have to engage with it and not to have to care. But even if you're not that into politics and you're not seeing, like, politics is affecting you. Right. Politic- whether you feel like you want to pay attention or not, politics is affecting you. It's affecting taxes that you're mm-hmm. paying or that your employer is taking out of your check. It affects your, you know, did you get $1,200 earlier this year? Because that had to do with politics. Um, the roads that you drive on are funded because of politics. Like, Mm -hmm. everything in your life is affected on some level or another by politics. Even your your schools, Mm -hmm. what gets taught in your schools, the school board, if you want to think that that's just, you know, a bunch of PTA moms who have nothing better to do, who are serving on the school board because they got nothing else to do, wrong. Well, you know... School boards and state um, commissions um, are the reason that people have no idea about what black people in this country have gone through. So that's why there's a lot of this this dismissive, like, oh, what the hell are you so mad about? I'm like, I don't know. Look at a fucking history book. Oh, well, your history book is very uh, skewed. And <laughs> also... Um... It's LGBTQ History Month. It is. Um, and I bet you nobody is teaching that shit. Well, you know, and here's the thing. Even like in, like New Jersey is a good example. There's a lot of states that are, well, not a lot, but a few states that are like, okay, we're going to have an LGBT history curriculum. And the religious nuts are like, you can't do that. It's not teaching children about how to have gay sex stop it 
It's just showing that... It's showing an accurate depiction of history that has been overlooked. Right. Um, it's showing that that regardless of sexual orientation, people have value. Yes. Um, and, I mean, to be very honest, like, let's just teach history the way that it's, like, an honest assessment of history. Like, why do we have to have... I hate it all the time female commentator so-and-so like nobody goes around and goes white male commentator so-and-so when they introduce people yeah when they go a black female writer who cares well if they're here but the and and the reason that we have to do this is because these people have been erased. Mm-hmm. So we have to come in and say, no, this person is a black person. This per-, Because otherwise, they would be erased. The, the baseline that has been established is very white, very male, very cisnormative. And, and very Christian. And very Christian. Um, and other people have been marginalized, pushed to the side, and they're stories have not been accurately represented in how we have taught them. Right. Um, it's really sad that the state of the country is that we have to explain why people who are not white, male, cisnormative, Christian people have value. Yes. But we do. That's the state of the country. That's That's where we are. We have to teach that. And it's, it's tiring. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And it's... I'm tired of having to explain to people. I'm tired of having to fight with people. I'm tired of having to battle to exist. And it's just... It's exhausting. This is true. So, uh, you know... What, what, what are we going to do about that? I mean, what... I mean, here's the thing. We have to vote. And it's... I know there's some people that are like, can you please stop telling me to to vote? I'm going to go vote. Great. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else. Go vote. If you are not registered and you can still register in your state, some states have... Their registration dates have passed. Go register right now. Like, I'm glad you're listening to the podcast. Pause what you're doing. Go fucking register. Um, If you can vote early... Vote early. If um, you can mail in, mail in. And just, oh, oh my God. And this, this insane false narrative about like, oh, it's a gigantic voter fraud. Like, it's that's not a thing. There's not mail-in ballots floating around in creeks somewhere. What the fuck are you talking Just making shit, pulling shit up out of, out of your ass to just completely undermine the legitimacy of the election. Here's the thing. The... Studies that have been done over the course of 30 years, uh, because, you know, absentee ballots have been a thing. So over the course of like 30 years, they have found the percentage of mail-in voter fraud. Are you ready for it? The percentage of mail-in voter fraud is 0.0057%. That is less than 1%. It is less than 
one-tenth of a percent. It is less than one-hundredth of a percent. You have a better chance of being struck by lightning. You have a far better chance of dying of coronavirus. Please don't do that. Uh, than there being widespread voter fraud. It's not a thing, guys. And and this is and this is the thing that's frustrating. And it's like the whole point of why we have to do this is because we haven't gotten the virus under control. If we had done that in the spring, this wouldn't even be an issue that we would have to be worrying about. But we didn't do what we were supposed to do. We weren't responsible. So now we have to do other things and life has gotten more complicated. And pretending as if the coronavirus isn't a thing to worry about and everything's fine and then undermining the election by saying well don't you go, go vote go. send in a mail-in ballot and vote because that's fine like no that's that that's voter fraud um it's and it's not just trump that's the thing it's not just him lying and throwing out lies the flood of cronies who will puppet what the fuck he says um and then get your normal everyday person to say the same thing and believe that that is 100% the truth is just mind numbing. And, you know, the same people who will say, say, you know, facts over feelings, you know, don't practice what they preach because they don't care about facts. Well, convenient facts convenient over facts. feelings. Oh, well, and Duh. the whole reason that, you know, there is such, an effort to have mail-in voting is because we're trying to keep more people from dying of the coronavirus. I, I don't understand why that is so hard to comprehend. Like, we're trying to save people's lives. So, okay, vote in this reliable, time-tested method. People are like, oh, well, this is like a new thing. Like, guys, the, the military has been, ha- has been voting by mail since the civil war it's fine and even if you know even if that like you know trump votes by mail yeah <laughs> fucking hypocrite yeah and even even if you know there was that level of voter fraud that you were just talking about that you were enumerating on a massive scale it could not in any way shape or form sway the election it's not it's not what's going on so i mean the way to to ensure an unquestioned legitimacy is to vote. It's to vote ahead of time. If you're voting in person, go vote in person. If you can go vote in person early, do that. Be careful. Wear your mask. Wear gloves if you have to. Sanitize everything. Be safe. And because an election night, if the returns are so overwhelming uh, that it can't be questioned, then the rest is just okay. And now we just have what? to count on the mail-in ballots because it's not going over. Time. It's not. It's not going to be that way. It's not. It. It's not. But that's keep that's what faith. he's banking, that's what he's banking on. Yeah, but keep the faith, even if it is, even if it takes weeks, um, because it's going to take a while. Yeah. Look, if you're afraid of the post office, all of the monkeying around that's happened with the post office, with the you know taking out that's not sorting machines and to talk about, yeah, all of that yeah. stuff. If you're scared of that, drop your ballot in a ballot box. Mm-hmm. Most places across the country have them. I know that in Texas, there's only one per county because voter suppression. But you can also turn in 
your mail-in ballot at your polling place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go go where you... you can go and drop off your ballot at your polling place and not, you know, stand in line and do all that. You just drop it off that day. Now, I would would just say things vary from place to place, from state to state. So please go look online, see what the rules are, go to vote.org or something like that, and actually, you know, make sure that you know what the um what the rules and the guidelines are where you're at so that you know what you're doing make a plan make a plan now and so that you know what you need to do but i do think that um i'm not so worried about like he's like he won't commit to a peaceful transfer of power um i'm not so worried about that because he really doesn't have the you know military backing to pull off a coup no i mean like he's gotten all of the top brass at <laughs> sick. They all yeah. have coronavirus. Um, gotten the Secret Service sick as well, and they appreciate. It. You know, I hope that he actually tries to resist leaving, so that the the poor people in the Secret Service who've had to endure him for the can the perp last walk week, him can out, just perp walk him out, and just drag him out of the White House. They've earned that right. Um, but I mean, and and the <clears throat> way he is disrespected, you know. The military and now saying that gold star family's got him sick i just oh my god if you're in the military i don't know why you would back him i don't i don't think that's gonna be a thing um i just you know i think it's gonna be a a, a long haul to count everything and yeah it's gonna take that. some time uh, we're, we're used to the instant gratification of like i don't know the election oh, night election night is like yeah we know who won celebrate like a balloon drop like it i love me watching some steve kornacki <laughs> you know steve kornacki at the big board yeah oh yeah um but listen we're, we're... every year they give him new tools i know and new new toys that don't work <laughs> don't work so that's fantastic like, oh, well, well we'll come back to that um <laughs> but uh, you know but and here's here's the thing it's not just like okay trump sucks he's annoying let's get rid of him there's more at stake than that. It's not just oh Trump. Oh my God, it's so much at stake. What he's going to do, what a Congress can do, what the states will do, what the courts will do. I mean, legitimately, your health care is at risk. The administration is in court right now, even though they try to deny it, trying to undermine your health care, trying to take your health care away. Um, oh, by the way... November 1st. November 1st to December 15th is your open enrollment. Open enrollment. Yes. I just, you need to know that because yes. they're not advertising it because Mm-mm. they don't want you to enroll. Um, and, and here's the thing. All of you seven and a half plus almost eight million people who have uh, contracted coronavirus and are not part of the, you know, 215,000 people who have died from it, you now have a very severe pre-existing condition enjoy that um because if you know the affordable care act is taken away they have no plan they keep saying oh well no we'll, we'll keep your you know pre-existing uh condition yeah, he plot. can't do you that can't by do executive that order no, that's not how that works that doesn't work that um, way so yeah you <laughs> they, they will deny you coverage because you've had the coronavirus um and also like, I'm just saying this for my fellow uh, 
disabled people, people, they're going to block legalized marijuana. It's on the ballot in several states right now. It's on the ballot in New Jersey. It's on the ballot in several states. Um, And um, yes, most states have medical marijuana. (laughs) Do you understand the hoops that need to be jumped through to get medical marijuana right now? Like, and there this are is, lots of them. And this isn't an advertisement for like, yo, everybody go get toked. Like, listen, I don't smoke marijuana. The closest I've ever had to being high was when I was at a concert and I got a slight contact high um, because um, everybody around me um, just lit up uh, happy at, the the concert, at the same time. Um, I mean, I did get with the munchies, though. I had some Wendy's. It was delicious. But, I, but I'm sitting here going like, this is stupid. This is stupid. So many people are in prison for trying to support their families um 500,000 people Rachel with the numbers yep 500,000 people mm-hmm. are in prison for marijuana conversely 495,000 people are in prison for actual violent crime <laughs> guys and you know and here's the thing just even just you know talking about like Oh, well, you know, if you're concerned about your tax dollars and how they're spent, yeah, well, it costs a lot to house, feed, and um, imprison people for low-level, nonviolent offenses like having, you know, a bag of of weed. Meanwhile, you know, you've got middle-aged, you know, corporate guys attending conferences and going, oh, well, this is going to be really profitable for us. Like, le- legitimately, middle-aged dudes sitting around in suits and ties going, oh, this is going to be very good for us. This is very profitable. Like, yeah. This is a twofold thing. Mm-hmm. If you for if you stop incarcerating people, you save money yes. on your taxes. And also, if you legalize weed, you have a whole new stream of sales tax coming in. Which I always so find it funny. twofold. You're going to save money... The people who are against it, and you're going to make money, yeah, for your state. Win win. The people that are always against it are always, and you can have weed. Always like, well, it wasn't as high of a tax income as as y'all said. And like, oh, well, everybody who every state, it's like, oh, this has actually been really good for us. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Yeah, about. like Colorado, they gave a whole shit ton of money back to people because yeah. they had like a major surplus. And so it's just the reason that marijuana is criminalized the way it is. Well, history lesson is because of the Nixon administration. And the whole point was to go, okay, so jail the hippies. We're going to, we're going to jail the hippies because they're, you know, fighting against my administration. Um, So we're going to criminalize weed and we're going to do the same thing with crack because, you know, that's used more often in black populations um, versus powder cocaine. And we're going to criminalize that at a much harsher rate than powder cocaine. So we can lock up the hippies and we can lock up the black people. Because they're fighting my administration. But but I'm not talking about legalizing crack. Crack should not be legalized. No, it shouldn't. But, you know, it should, it should be policed in the same way that, you know, powder cocaine is. But, you know. Um, but, but, you know, but that goes back to the, okay, if you're on TikTok, you will understand this reference. Black neighborhoods are over-policed. So, of course, they have high rates of crime. White perpetrators are undercharged. So, of course, they have lower rates of crime. And all the stats that you keep using are operating off a small sample size. So shut up. It's 
the the way that black communities are placed in this country is wholly disproportionate to how white communities and white perpetrators are placed in this country. And people think that civil rights was something that happened, oh, you know, we were watching a video yesterday and the person was like, yeah, well, when I was in that school. That was an amazing video. We should link to that. We're going to. Um, it was on Vera Wiles channel. If you are queer, go follow her. Um, she's got a lot of good content. But, you know, she posted a, a, a video of part of a live stream that she did where she was talking about this. And the way that our history is taught in schools is, yeah, laws were unfair to black people. So they marched and then things changed. And it was peaceful and everything. Was, like, that's not how it happened. Yeah. And it's not, and it didn't end. Things are still disproportionate. Still, Things are still unfair. And civil rights are still an issue that we're fighting to this day. That's what the protests have been about. And why people can't wrap their little heads around it, I don't understand. But, you know, you know, we're, we're living through this period of time where, like, we have to, we shouldn't have to say this. White supremacy is bad. Yeah, there there should be. N it's real it and it's bad. There is no world in which a moderator of a presidential debate in 2020 should have to ask a candidate <laughs> to say white supremacy is bad. And then they can't also, do it. Also, neither one of them there, did it. There is no world in which a president in 2020 should not be able to say white supremacy is bad. Like, and he couldn't. No. He couldn't say it. And then he demanded a specific group, because, I mean, white supremacist is too broad of a term, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he still couldn't say it. No. Like, but civil rights are under attack. And... It's not just rights for black people. It's not just LGBTQ rights. It's women's rights. It's everybody. And, and this is why, you know, we're saying the, the court is so important because everybody thinks about the president. They very rarely consider what Congress is doing. That's why they think the president is a king um, and can do whatever he wants or she wants or they want. And nobody pays any attention to the courts. And, and all of that is on the ballot. And Roe is a civil rights issue, guys. Yes. Like a women's right, a woman's right to choose is a civil rights issue. And 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 I I I totally understand people who have a religious objection to it. That then don't, don't get an abortion. Yeah. But you know, it's so insane that like we have to have these conversations about like, well, you know, what are people's religious positions on these issues like the united states was set up specifically in part to separate church and state that was part of the problem why we had a revolution to begin with it's so insane that we don't comprehend that whatever your religious beliefs are do not and should not have any bearing whatsoever on your worth as a candidate or the political positions and laws that are put forward in this country. We, we don't live in a theocracy. So pretending like that is something we should be considering is insane. Because we shouldn't. And, and your 
We shouldn't we, have to. We shouldn't have to. And you're free to have whatever religious objections you have. But that doesn't mean that your religious beliefs are free to control what other people do in their lives and with their own bodies. Exactly. Um, we also, like, this country right now is in a economic recession. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the handling of the coronavirus. Like, okay. I'm not going to say that we weren't going to be in this position anyway because um, Mr. Wharton's School of Business doesn't know economics. But but definitely the coronavirus has thrown things for a loop. You mean he doesn't know economics? He's a very successful businessman who makes no money. What do you mean? Six or seven bankruptcies. He's never had any bankruptcies. What are you talking about? So we need to reset yeah the american economy we we cannot get the economy um going at full steam again until we get this virus under control it's not going to happen and so we have to focus on getting the virus under control so that we can get back to a sure footing economically but even so the virus has done the damage mm-hmm. there are people who are losing their homes yes there because of the failure basically the failure of the senate at this point to pass any more coronavirus legislation like people are losing their homes people are lining up around the corner for food and you know yeah like people are in bread lines yeah trump keeps saying you know this is socialist this is how it's going to be if you're a socialist like we're not a socialist country. Yeah, this is your and administration. This is, this is what's happening right now. He's running against himself. It's disgusting. And so so the way you vote matters for how we're going to reset this economy. And, and this is not just about uh, Cinnamon Hitler. This is, you know, how you vote um, for your representatives in Congress, your... Um, governors your state reps your local people like they have a role to play in this up and down the ballot and so you need to actually look and see where people stand what they are doing what they have have proposed so that you make an informed decision because here's the thing you were saying this is on the senate that they haven't done anything and they keep saying oh well you know we need to pass something that trump's going to sign if you pass something and he refuses to sign it. You have the power to overturn a veto. You don't have the willpower to do it because you're worried that he might tweet about you and then you'll lose your election. And if you're more concerned with staying in power, then making sure that people don't lose their lives. You do not belong in Congress any longer. I'm sorry, I got a little heated. <laughs> you're done? Yes, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> New Jersey, I don't know all the statistics. Yeah. New Jersey has paid out something like $6.1 billion in unemployment benefits. It's not sustainable. The economy needs a, a total reset. And in many cases, your unemployment and your... Um, rental assistance and that's those are state programs those are things some of them are subsidized by the federal government but these are state programs and since the person in the white house basically ceded 
all control of coronavirus response to the states, the states also are now going to have to figure out how to get their people back on their feet. Um, And a lot of it is going to come from the states. Um, So you need to be thinking about your state representatives. Yes. um, As much, if not more, than your federal representatives. It's just fun how the sentiment of the buck stops here just got thrown completely out the window. Just like... Well, it stopped. I'm not going to take... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to take responsibility for everything. You're on your own. Um, Um, And also, you know, just democracy as a whole. Your Bill of Rights rights, the big ones... Are being attacked right now. And no, we're not just talking about, um, you know, your your Second Amendment rights because you're precious. No, we're not talking about that. I mean, uh, fuck, they've been attacking the press left and right. That's the First Amendment. Your right to protest is the First Amendment. People focus on the Second Amendment and the rest of the Bill of Rights. They completely ignore and let the government do whatever the hell they want and don't realize that you have constitutional rights in those areas. No, nobody's trying to take your guns. Although, if the would-be dictator uh, gets a second term and tries to go for a third term and people oppose him, guess who's coming for your guns? But a free press, voting rights, all of these things are are ensconced. There is no such thing as a government-run press. There is no such thing as freedom of speech for whoever supports me. Like, that, that's not a thing. It's freedom of speech, period. It's freedom of the press, period. It's um, a woman's right to vote, period. All of the things, they don't come with caveats. I mean, okay, freedom of speech comes with a caveat is if you're uh, posing a clear and present danger, like um, yelling fire in a theater. But you can do that. There's just consequences, consequences because you create a danger in a different way. Because you a dangerous like, situation. Yeah, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequence. Like, you can say whatever you want, and what it means is that the government is not going to, you know, throw a black bag over your head and drag you away. Um, yeah, getting canceled on Twitter is not the same thing. Right. It does not mean that, that people don't have the right to call you an asshole. Yeah. Um, or to fire you for your opinions. But this is government, freedom from the government impinging on your speech. Freedom from the government impinging on the press's ability to report. Um, These are the, the, the linchpins of democracy. And these are what are under attack right now. Free and fair elections are under attack right now. Term limits are under attack right now. He wants a third term, guys, because his first term wasn't productive. Well, Why wasn't it productive? Well, because we'll see he how it fucked it out. up. We'll have to look at that later. We'll see how it will. Maybe, maybe we need, need more. I will hit like, you. Why are you going to hit me? For your impression. <laughs> Don't bring that into this house. This house has enough bad juju. We do not need that. <sighs> yes. Fair. But But cleansing thoughts the people who are saying vote like your democracy depends on it are not being hyperbolic no our democracy depends on this election so with that being said i think you've got the idea 
vote. Vote. Mail in your ballot. Help somebody else get to the polls if mm. they need help getting to the polls if you're not going to do mail-in. Work the polls, hell. If you have time, people are looking for poll workers. Mm -hmm. Now I will say that with a caveat. It's possible this year that working at the polls may be a more dangerous prospect than it has been in previous years. True. If you can and you feel comfortable, work the polls. You know what? phone bank for your candidate there's t there's time I've been getting I don't know a thousand text messages a day from various people yeah. who are you know wanting me to vote like we've already voted so yes you're wasting your time but there are people that haven't um, if you have the ability donate mm -hmm. um Call your elected officials and be annoying, especially about this Supreme Court thing. Call your elected officials. You know, and we, we've said that before about calling, writing, pestering your representatives. You're probably not going to get to them directly, but their staff will take your call. They'll enumerate how many people called about this thing and what their opinions were. And that's how they make their decisions. And the more you call, the more they hear what you have to say. And it's an election year, and they want you to vote for them. Even if you don't intend on voting for them, if they're afraid that you're not going to vote for them, their positions can change. So make yourself annoying. Yes. You know, make sure that they know that people are watching them. That's important. And, you know, this has been a, a very doomy, gloomy <laughs> podcast. Um, I, I apologize that we came back and we doom and gloomed you right away. Um, well, I mean, fuck 2020. It's been... <laughs> we we had to address the elephant in the room. It's But don't lose hope. No. Don't for a minute say, I can't change anything. Like, because everybody counts. Everybody matters. Um, And we need to keep going. Yes. Look, 2021 is going to come unless, you know... Roid rage nukes us all. I don't know. I mean, there's an asteroid that's going to come close the day before the election. So, I mean, if right beforehand, like, it just seems bleak, we can just, you know, get back on the podcast. I'm like, hey, everybody's lean. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you to lean, lean. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think that's going to do it. No, it's not going to do it. But, yeah. Um, it's but there is hope. 2021 is going to come. Mm -hmm. We're going to get out of 2020. But we've got we've to gotta keep working hard for it. We can get things back on track. Nothing comes without work. There's always hope. And we're going to get through this together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we promise we won't leave you again. Sorry, guys. Um, or if we do, maybe we'll like put out a little uh, something that says we're not dead. We just need a break. Yeah. Um, because, you know... Oh God, oh, Jesus! <laughs> I'm trying to break everything here. I'm sorry. Don't break the equipment, or else we can't fulfill that promise you just made. We're back. We'll try to be uh, consistent. Consistent, <laughs> and you know, not all of the episodes are going to be doom and gloom. We'll find something happy to talk about. An aside: If you've got potty training tips, please help. Oh, for God's sake, help, help us! Help me! Please help. Um. 
but you know look down in the links because there's a couple of really good videos and stuff that we're gonna link to um and some resources thank you for reminding me at the end of the podcast so that when i'm done editing this i can immediately go and get them thank you i'm trying (laughs) um what else that's all i've got i think we've screamed at them enough look for in in days to come that that lost episode (laughs) yeah will at some point make it to patreon yes which you know hey if you would like us to be more consistent and able to put out more content you know what to do yeah yeah because shannon's unemployed (laughs) (laughs) damn bus is heavy i know (laughs) don't look at me like that anyway thank you for listening yes thank you um it's been nice being back yes enjoy this uh i've missed this i am rachel and i am shannon uh thank you for listening to our life life in in transition. transition bye see ya Thank you again for listening to Our Life in Transition. This show is hosted by Rachel and Shannon McDill. Our producer and editor is Shannon McDill. Our theme music is Seize the Day by Jens Kilsoft. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash olitpod. That's forward slash O-L-I-T-P-O-D. Your support makes this show possible. Thank you.